The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. Three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Frida is in the building. How you doing, Frida? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I have two days off, the next couple of days, or actually four days off. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. You're going to be my last interview right before my weekend. Um, so I'm happy that you're joining us. Thank you for being open to share your story and you know, bringing some good energy. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, well, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And then afterwards, we'll jump into the Wheel of Fate, where we'll spin the wheel and whichever number the the wheel lands on, we'll be answering questions. And then after that, we'll be jumping into some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Frida? Sounds great. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, my very first question for you is... How have you been? It's been a wild couple of years. I don't know if, uh, you know, your life is, was crazy before then as well, but uh, how you been lately? You've been doing great, been doing good? Lately, it's been good, super busy. Uh, we actually just got out of a lockdown here in Sydney, which lasted, I think it was 107 days, if I'm not wrong. Mm. So it was pretty long, but have, good. Have you guys been like, from what I hear, I could be wrong, um, but you guys been going in and out of lockdown? Like, it'll be for a few, like, you know, a few days and then come off and come back on? Yeah, so the original lockdown was actually last year and then the COVID cases picked up again. So it was last term for me because I'm, I'm a high school teacher as well. So last term for me was totally remote learning. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how was that for you as, as a high school teacher? I know the challenges that... No, Americans have faced but how has it been for you? Yeah look there are definitely a lot of challenges that we had to face basically rejigging everything that we had to suit the needs of our kids but we love what we do so it was worth it. Sure I, yeah. I totally admire teachers um, it's something that has been on my mind I work with the youth as well as my day job uh, but more so as like a mentor coach type role and not yeah. so much as a teacher but yeah, yeah, that must be pretty wild. How long have you been teaching for? I'm going into my eighth year now. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite thing about teaching? I think making a difference. When you just see that light bulb moment. Yeah, <laughs> it feels it feels nice, you know. For sure, for sure. And yeah. uh, one more question about teaching, but what would you say is the biggest challenge for you as a teacher? what was that sorry it's kind of like going a bit oh, in and out no worries um i was saying what what would you say is the biggest challenge for you as a teacher probably staying on top of the workload mm. which i managed to somehow do but of course that kind of eats away chips away at your personal personal time which can be a bit of a challenge i hear you i hear you yeah, yeah. i mean I wouldn't even just say just time. Maybe sometimes it's like how much of your heart is taken up by, by the kids too, right? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely feel you on there. Um, let's move on to some warm-up questions. Nice. What would you like the audience to know about you? I know you, you know, you mentioned some few things already, but what would you like the audience specifically to know about you before we, we jump into the interviews? That's a good question. Um, I'd like them to know that I'm super creative <laughs> and it's basically my life. You know, if I if I could only do one thing for the rest of my life, it would just be to create because it just makes me so happy. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, the next question is, if I were to do something in your honor, a way to express the energy you possess, what could I do? Maybe one kind or generous thing. Do something that's nice for someone else. I always strive to do that. And you just never know who needs that that smile or who needs to be called by their name. That's important. I gotcha. And my last question for you in the warm-up is, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself? 
Um, I'm still getting to know myself, but damn, in that lockdown, I had a lot of downtime. Um, I, I'd say I know myself pretty well. I'm probably sitting at about an eight or a nine, but I'm still learning. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, eight and nine is pretty high. I would say the, yeah. the, the average answer is 7.5, but it's good. It's good to know yeah. yourself. Um, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Mm, generosity. Hmm. I'm, I'm a giver. So I think I'd say generosity. For sure. Now, as a giver, like, how would you explain the feeling of like receiving, you know, because sometimes, I mean, in my mind, I think I'm a giver too. So when I when people try to give me stuff, I'm always like, ah, this feels uncomfortable or like, I don't like this. Is that yeah. a similar feeling for you? Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. It takes me a while to kind of be okay to accept people giving me things because I'm so used to doing it, you know. I suppose, but it's not always materialistic. You know, it could be time, it could be energy, it could be knowledge of a certain topic. But yeah. I gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. And then you mentioned uh, being creative. Have you always been creative or was it something you kind of grew into? I feel like this kind of sounds cliche, but I've always been creative. Like well, ever since I can remember, I've always had a, a pencil in my hand, so. How did you remember how it started or it's just like it just blended in, in your life? I don't remember like super young, but I remember distinctly having this super mega crush on Usher. And I actually started my love of portraiture with drawing him in this sketchbook I purchased from the newsagent a very long time ago. Um, and then that turned into painting where my dad took me to a painting school in my area. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah. You mean Usher the singer, right? Or... Yeah, well, mega cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the what's your top song? Like, I know it's not, probably not the the top song song song, but what's the first one that comes to mind if someone asks you? Probably you make me wanna. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> anything of eighty seven oh one, I'm I'm down for. Eighty seven oh one, definitely a classic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You got it bad in such a mood, you know, like <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. All right. Well, um, let's jump into the main interview. Here we go. Uh, Wheel of Fates, give it a spin. And just remember, each number has its own level. So it's like easy, medium and hard. Number 17, okay. easy, medium or hard. Let's just start easy. All right. I, I, this is a fun question for me uh do dreams mean anything to you like you know the dreams that we have when we sleep at night or are they just just that a little bit controversial but in my culture we're quite um you know of course we're spiritual but they definitely mean stuff to us so I'm always trying to decipher what certain dreams mean and I'm often reaching out to some of my girlfriends or even to my mum um, it's a bit superstitious, but I find it pretty cool. That's what's up. I, I did yeah. not know that about. Is it what, what culture would you say it is? Because I don't want to put so, a label on it. So, like, I'm Lebanese. My parents arrived from Lebanon many, many years ago. Um, so I'm Catholic, but yeah, it's not something that we, I, I guess, supposed to believe in. Mm. No, no, I, I hear you. I'm. I was raised Catholic, but. I think I'm a little further away from the church, but still spiritual. Uh, yeah. But yeah, nah, I hear you. So what would you say is like the a dream that you can remember? Like, do you have dreams where they're like movies or they kind of just pass you by? Like you wake up and you forget about them? I've got a bit of both. So like there are certain dreams where I feel like they're ridiculously vivid. Um, I can either like wake up crying or wake up in a sweat because I'm I can fully remember it. But then some are just I remember on my on my day, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the bits and pieces come come up. Yeah. Um, and you believe in not believe in, but have you ever experienced like lucid dreaming where you can kind of control what you're dreaming about? No. Never. No. Ooh. Have you? 
Um, I mean, so never, never on purpose, I would say. Uh, it's always just been like on accident. But there's definitely times. So I'm a big dreamer. That's why, that's why I have this question in here. And they are like movies to me. And when I can remember them, um, which is great, because I always sometimes wake up feeling like, damn, I just had an adventure. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just waking up to like another adventure. But uh, yeah, lucid dreaming is like, I'll start realizing in the dream that I can think of the next step. You know, sometimes you're, you're in a dream and you're kind of just like watching it like it's a movie without really participating and having consciousness a little bit. Um, yeah. At least, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking out of my ass, but this is just my experience. No. Uh, I mean, now you're thinking, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I, I realize is when you realize you're dreaming, is that the characters inside the dream will start looking at you, like for some for whatever reason. Um, I and it was something that I experienced in my dreams, and someone had affirmed it to me, someone that I believe knew more than I did. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, well. I get it. it it really does happen and like there's a chase that starts happening because they want to wake you up because they're like you're not they look at you like you're not supposed to know what's happening so when you start gaining that consciousness they try to like shake you out of it so lucid dreaming <laughs> that's pretty intense hey eh? <laughs> yeah. um, but any any dreams you care to share that that was like kind of interesting to you maybe it's, not it's cool yeah it's cool oh, if not them. <laughs> <laughs> no worries no worries dreams i love that you know uh one of the most favorite lines that i came across recently uh, someone said we're, we're, we're just we're all walking each other home and i was like damn yeah. i feel that <laughs> that's pretty insane yeah yeah i was like especially you know i guess being working with youth i, I think there's like that kind of extra oomph because like you said it feels like you're really making a difference um yeah. i've had 15 jobs in 15 10 years and wow. I, I kept coming back to like youth work and i think finally decided this is where i'm going to stay if i'm not doing this podcast but yeah definitely i can see why you choose that yeah i mean it, how about for you like in, in your career just to let you know we're, we're back on we're back recording yeah. i'm, I'm going to just cut this in <laughs> But yeah, like no. for, for you, have you had like a lot of different career movements or, you know, you knew you wanted to be a teacher and stuck with it since the beginning? Well, when I was at uni, my first degree was actually interior design. So I always knew that I wanted to do something creative, but I wasn't. I just knew that I loved English and I knew that I loved art. So for me, going into interior design, I had to defer after a year because it was just it wasn't doing it for me. And then I thought, you know what, my two loves, I'm just going to try and teach it. So I did that degree and I've been at the one school ever since and I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, so you teach English right now? English and art, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, what kind of books do you kind of recommend or like, is there, I know in, in the US, there's always like pre-approved books you can use for your classes. But for you, as far as like reading material, like any novels or stories that you really want to share with your, your students? I mean, it depends on the year group. Like we cover such a range of texts. And obviously as we, like we've got year 11 and 12 here, which is our senior, our senior kids. So we introduce them to texts that, um, they're just classic novels. So you've got texts like 1984, which, you know, social media just keeps saying that we're living that still till today but I'm a huge fan of The Great Gatsby and that's one novel that I just love so much for sure I I uh, am ashamed to say I've never read it uh, and I, never, I haven't even seen the movie yet <laughs> but um, I, I hear it's a great story uh, yeah. I don't know if you know this but 1984 has been turned into a graphic novel like someone actually took the time to like right frame by frame made into like a comic wow. book yeah yeah i saw it and like when my the teacher i work with bought it for the class and i was like this would have been so awesome to read but they used the same all the same words from the book and but they just drew pictures with it it was pretty creative and okay. i i hope they do it to a lot a lot more like classics you know i think it'll open it yeah. up to a lot of kids they i gotta look into that one for sure 
it is so hard to get kids to read i don't know how it is for you but yeah, <laughs> yeah it is it is tricky but you know i think when you have passion you can kind of get them and when you show them that there's just such a deep appreciation for the arts let me sing out you know it's yeah. just a different way and um yeah like i feel like the kids today are, are concerned about a lot a lot of heavier stuff i don't know like what's that like for you um like growing up as a kid i i am 31 so like in america it was the 90s everybody was having fun <laughs> until you know 9-11 happened and things flipped the switch for us but yeah for, for yeah. you would you say you had more of a like how was how was it like live, uh, growing up in did yeah. you grow up in sydney well, yeah i grew up in sydney and i'm 30 so we're, we're very close in age to be honest for me i i loved my childhood it was so much fun if i could go back to the 90s i'd go back in an instant you know oh, um yeah. <laughs> yeah we just had the coolest stuff um but it was just so much fun but like you said you know not that i was living 9-11 but i i actually remember where i was and you know we even stayed home that day from school when Damn. we saw it on it was massive i did not know that it it, it reached all the way over there to, to keep yeah. you guys from going to school i remember that day too it was it was it was definitely I, we were at i was at school for like 30 minutes and then they're like you're going home everybody's going home and yeah I, I think i was mad like i feel bad i was a sound like a selfish little kid but i was like i was mad that aol was down and i couldn't talk to my online friends and <laughs> uh but yeah yeah i remember i remember that day that way I feel horrible now um yeah. i mean what do we know you know what do we know when we're younger for real for real it's very true uh well i know we got interrupted by some technical difficulties <laughs> But uh, I believe your number was 34 and we didn't get to it. So easy, medium, or hard? Hard. I mean, it's 34. We, we got to do this. Ooh, uh, I'm with you. Here we go. Hard. So what would you say is your personal mission? Okay, it's not easy. <laughs> um my personal mission would be to bring color into the mundane so for me creating is my absolute world i can't imagine my life without a paintbrush you know in my downtime it's it's what i do it's what i breathe so if i can bring some joy into somebody else's home or into somebody else's soul that's my mission how much time like in your life would you say you spend creating a lot so once i get home from work say about 4 30 5 o'clock i'd probably get straight into it i'd say about three to four times a week and then over the weekend i'd just lock myself in the studio and just get to work would you like that's a good balance for you do you ever get feel like you burn out or maybe there's a you hit a wall for a little while or, yeah. yeah look i i definitely definitely think burnout is a real thing um particularly for creatives like if you don't have that that energy and that spark you can't create what your heart's telling you to um at the moment i'm kind of taking it a bit easy so i'm um just moving into using more color and more texture in my work just to kind of keep my mind at ease um since launching my website last year during COVID, I've been absolutely inundated with commissions. So super blessed, but at the same time, my eyes and my head are telling me you have to slow down. Congratulations. Uh, I'm Thanks. happy that, you know, you're, it's going well. And, you know, yeah. there's always that notion of like the starving artist, you know? Uh, so what advice would you give any starving artist out there? Some days I still feel like I'm starving. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you you just have to take the leap of faith and do it. You know, I was creating for a very long time and still selling my work before I created my website. But having that platform just allowed me to kind of reach more people, reach new people, um, and it just makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm called to do. Would you say painting is 
your number one way of creating? Any other ways you like, any other mediums you like using? Yeah, I love drawing. I absolutely love drawing. I find that it calms me in a way that painting doesn't sometimes, um, but painting would be my number one go-to. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I guess, what's your website called for the folks out there who might want to check it out? So it's freedagantos.com, just my first and last name, .com. For sure. Uh, yeah. I am curious, do you know the story behind your name? Like, why, why Frida? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. My dad and my granddad were both creatives. So I'm actually named after the both of them. They just uh, merged their names to give me a more feminine sounding name. <laughs> Are they, were they both drawers and painters too? Or? Yeah, yeah. So my dad wow. creates yeah. artworks at a little mosaic tiles. Wait, say that again? My dad, he creates artworks out of little mosaic tiles. Really? Oh. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, damn. It's, I mean, you don't got to give me the entire thing, but how would, like, what difficulty, difficulty level is the process to make artwork out of mosaic tiles? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it definitely requires detail like none other. Sometimes when I feel like, you know, spending 60 hours in a piece for me is absolutely nothing for him, you know, that the intricacy is just wild. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I see them sometimes and I'm always thinking to myself, like, how much would a custom piece cost, you know? And <laughs> I realized that it might be, like, pretty hard to do. Uh, Definitely. Did you ever, like, help him out on anything? Did, he, did you ever, like, try to do it with him? No, uh, I, I just couldn't do that. <laughs> I gotcha. Maybe in the near future, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I... I don't think I've ever met anybody that that's ever done it or could talk about it. Um, mm -hmm. If if he would if he's open to stopping by the show, I would love to get his story and perspective too. No sure. Pressure. But uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, I'll let you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, jump into another number. Here we go. Ooh, I did have a follow-up question that just popped up, but let's get our number first. Okay. Number three. Medium? Free medium. Okay. I remember that. Uh, but my follow-up question for you as a as a creative, what would you say are your seasons in a year? Like, we know there's fall, spring, winter, and summer. But for me, I like to think, I would say the, the winter time-ish, I'm more of a, like a reader or a reader-writer. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then like in the summer, I feel like I'm more active in doing like my art so for you what would you say your seasons are like as a creative you know i try to keep it consistent all year round but in our summer i've got six weeks off because i'm a high school teacher so it's six weeks i'm able to do far more than what i can achieve in in a two-week time period or across a term so i'd say for me summer would be my most productive i feel you i feel you yeah i'm i'm, I'm trying to fit in like a schedule for this podcast while while working a full-time job at a school and it, it's hard and i just can't i can't help but feel so excited for for that <laughs> for those breaks to, to just fully immerse myself into into the art but i think that's good right it helps with the balance and like avoiding burnout um because it is real and it keeps the inspiration real too i didn't think about that way but uh mm. I, I know my, my first dream was to be a rapper so I know that like when I would write, I got really tired of writing about the same stuff, you know, like because nothing in my yeah. life was changing. So I remember I would be like, I need to take a break and come back to it to like, you know, find inspiration in, in the things in my life. Uh, so we we had three medium. And yeah. the question for that is, what do you think society should pri prioritize to fix in the world? Quality. quality you know like i i just don't understand why we all can't get along you know politics and just the suffering and the trauma i just can't i can't take it you know it's it's weird it's weird because i feel the same way and i feel like i've talked to a lot of people who feel the same way 
and yeah. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out a way I can get someone who I disagree with to come on and kind of like talk about it because it seems like that's one of the things we can understand right like I care about everybody that's out here like you know why why do people feel like they gotta get the leg up or you know feel like they're better than somebody else I was thinking about that like who was the first person to ever feel like I'm actually better than everyone around me I need to you know take charge or do something different yeah I mean like you know like you said before we're all just walking each other home right so whether it's culture or religion I just don't understand why we can't just help each other get there so that's what it's about I, I, I honestly think there's like you know I can't I'm not going to put the label Illuminati on them but there's people who want to pit people against each other to distract them or like you know to let them like not focus on the on the right things I mean yeah. in in America right now I will say the biggest div- dividing thing isn't it, it, like our elections passed but it's just being masked and unmasked is our biggest divider right now and like people just talking smack about each other because you know like and, and for me my personal stance on it is like that's what it is it's a personal stance like you gonna choose to wear a mask you got your reasons you choose not to you got your reasons too but right now it's like mm, they, yeah. if it there's some people out there really passionate about it and i understand because maybe they've been affected by it a lot harder than i have um but even then like i feel like there should be a way to talk it out um so you say equality do you think it's possible i mean it should be possible we're in the 21st century you know but then you wake up and you read the news and it just makes you think the opposite yeah yeah it's uh i, th- I think like i don't i feel like I, i'm getting the same similar vibe from you but you know people always ask me like why be so positive or why be like you know always on the bright side of things and i'm thinking to myself the the world is so negative like what there's got to be people that that kind of have to counterbalance that um and yeah i like i'd rather be on that side than than the other side so i feel about it but i mean for for you would you say that's a true assumption about you that you're more of a thinking of a, on the bright side kind of person I like to look I like to think that I am but I honestly I have my days some days it's a bit harder than others but when I catch myself thinking um you know not so brightly I just try to rewrite that, that side of my brain it's just t- making that conscious effort yeah yeah I mean for, for anybody who is having a bad day, what's like your go-to pick-me-up? Like, what do you like to, to do to kind of try to switch that mood around? I light a candle. I'm a big candle person. I've actually got one going now. <laughs> I'm a huge candle lover. Um, and I also have these um, oracle cards that I draw from, and they're, they're actually artist oracle cards. So a range of artists across history, and there are some quotes on them that, you know, help inspire you and help lift you up. Mm. Any uh, any quote that sticks out in your mind? If I was going to ask you for one, like one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Frida Kahlo. Uh, Feet. What do I need you for when I have wings to fly? Nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, so, gotta register. I'm glad. I'm always happy because I tend to forget things. I'm glad we have the, the videos to kind of like. To help me out at least help me remember i love that one feet why do i need them when i got wings to fly that's it that's right okay. we can do anything we when did you start believing that we can do anything honestly when i launched my website which kind of birthed my you know professional business i suppose that's when i started believing i could you know, I knew I could before and I knew that, you know, some people really liked what I was doing, but taking that leap of faith and developing that confidence and that voice and that self-belief, that gives you power like no other. 
and it's not power in the sense that you're bigger and better than people it's just power that you get to speak your truth and you get to live your truth sure. yeah it's a yeah. so do you think everyone is a creator in their own right but i think creatives come in different forms you know people have different strengths sure for sure uh like when, when you're working with your youth and you see one that's you know showing exhibiting some creativeness um how, how do you like to like foster that or 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 you don't you know because you know you kind of let them do it on their own how, how would you approach yeah. that I think in an art classroom, it's, look, don't get me wrong, it's so exciting in every classroom. So both my art and English rooms, when I see that creativity come to life, I I just get so giddy inside, you know? It's what I love to do. You want to instill that in, in the kids. But when you see it be so natural to a student, you know, I just let that flourish in front of me. And then if they need help developing a skill, then my favorite part is sitting beside them and actually showing them how to do it you know, drawing that line down the page, finding that horizon line or whatever it is, you know, mixing that color that they can't get. Yeah. That's yeah. What um, this, and I just had a, a random thought about this, but do artists ever like collaborate? Like if you're going to be working on a piece, right? Let's say there was a sculptor and they were like, you know, Frida, I want you to throw your painting flair on this. Um, does that ha happen? Like, I don't think there's a lot of crossovers in, in that kind of space, you know? Uh, does, do you know like, of anything? In, a, in the sculpture world or? Well, just in general, like when I think of, like when I think of artists who draw or paint, mm -hmm. it's usually their pieces or like even sculpting. It's just, you know, that artist's piece. But yeah. you know how like in music, we have collaborations across genres. So I'm thinking like, Where's that next step forward in the art world where we see painters collaborate with sculptors and like, you know, it, it becomes the community just gets stronger because we're so open to crossing those mediums. It's just an idea. Like, I know if, I, don't, I, I can't say if people have already done it or not. But. Look, I definitely think it's been done before. I, I personally don't really collaborate on my own pieces, but I'm I'm very open to doing that, you know? Just being in lockdown for so long restricted me with with that but I would love to you know start a piece or start a painting and then send it off to another artist and they can put their own spin on it too I reckon that's pretty awesome for sure you know maybe one day because I've, I've interviewed some artists as well on, on on the podcast and yeah I would love to connect everyone together and kind of like work on a just a big piece and um, what I normally have done in the past and I haven't had a chance to do it to, with a lot of folks is that uh you, you know those those little like dolls that are are like what's the material they're like I, I, i'm gonna grab one yeah one of these oh yeah, yeah yeah so what i want to do artist series where i could probably send you one and the other artists that have have been a part of the show and kind of like you guys have your own flair and take that would be like a collection behind me or something but uh that's all yeah would love that for sure <laughs> awesome awesome i'm super happy to hear that so i, I know to reach back out to you uh, for sure. i believe we had uh 33 chosen that was the next number and we, we, we've okay. been getting sidetracked with some side conversations but i love it i love it uh but easy medium or hard uh medium 33 medium what's your unpopular opinion so like an opinion that you have that you kind of like seem to someone tries to argue about it with with you if not that's cool too yeah i don't know you don't got one that one yeah yeah definitely pass definitely pass uh it's hard it's, it's a hard one to think about um like i think for me so it's funny, people don't argue with me unless they're like my closest friends. Like, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll challenge each other and kind of like try to get each other to think outside the box. But, you know, I like to believe that uh, the, there's more good in people, right? Like, but I feel like I, I have gotten a lot of backlash of like, yo, dude, you're going to get taken advantage of. 
or mm-hmm. you know people are gonna think you're too nice whatever yeah and but yeah like I, I still can't seem to check that off but um yeah i would say that's just my uh, that's an example of an unpopular opinion um, yeah i get that i can see why you get the backlash from that too but it just shows what a kind-hearted person you are you know seeing the good in people I, yeah i mean i i like to believe it but you know i i am very aware that it's uh what's it it's a um you're you're almost i'm almost keeping myself blind you know i have like blinders on to not try to see things uh the, see what it is and instead of see what i what i want it to be um yeah yeah it's, it's an interesting feeling because i uh i can't stop myself i don't feel like i want to but i also am just bracing for for that impact or for like someone to, to challenge it and kind of like you know i've had bad stuff happen to me before too but i always yeah. think people have a reason and you know i, I can't judge that that reason um yeah right well oh go ahead you got something to add no you're, no, you're just making me think now you know like it's like people want to see you do good but not better than them that's unpopular i suppose yeah no i mean <laughs> I think I, I think people have a lot to say about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I catch myself. Uh, I don't know how you are with comparisons, but that's something I've struggled with my whole life. As far as like always trying to see where I'm at compared to everybody else. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like I don't want that to be a part of how I feel about other people's success. You know, like scrolling through instagram uh and i'm just like that instant like oh damn but i shouldn't feel that way <laughs> like well, I, I yeah it's a highlights reel it really is and on the odd occasion you get the, the people who show you the you know downside of it as well but for the most part it's just a highlights reel and i think that comparison it's just a trap and if you allow yourself to to go down that trap, it's it's quite dark. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot who said it, and maybe the audience will know, but it's like comparison is a thief of joy. I forgot who said it, but it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got it. <laughs> like, if it wasn't for art, would you be on social media or? Honestly, the only reason why I started my Instagram account a couple of years back was primarily for my art. You know, you. and I have a personal Facebook, but I've connected my art page to that as well. For yeah. for a pr- promotion or like you know posting, are you doing it yourself, or you have like a company that kind of like helps you with promotion and marketing? No, it's all myself. Um, my logo was created from a biographer friend, so I was very lucky to have to have them create that for me. But everything else is basically done by myself, and my sister helps me out a lot as well. Would you say, uh, like, how do you keep that part separate of like the posting and being active on social media? Because for me, like, I, it, it takes away, like, for me, it's, it feels like it takes away something from my soul every time I do it. If and it sucks because being on youtube and doing all the stream sites i have to see these numbers every day when i check my check my stuff and i'm like yeah i'm really trying to like keep it out of my mind so yeah i'll i'll see if you knew any pr companies or (laughs) that uh that you might recommend (laughs) but honestly i wish i knew yeah people that could take take it all from me or you and just do it all for us but um it's it's so hard to navigate and it's so hard to find the time to do it all um and i do agree with you you know that marketing or the promotion aspect of social media even just taking videos of my um paintings while i'm painting that takes away from the creation process sometimes sometimes i just want to kick back and paint you know i don't want to fuss around with having my phone in my hands trying to get every stroke and it's tough sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nah, I, I feel the same way. And so, my business mind side is saying there's this need 
there's this need for artists <laughs> and someone out there has to feel, fulfill that need somewhere um i think there's there's probably an effort <laughs> honestly we we just don't know about it um uh, but I'll, I'll i'll keep i'll keep you posted if i if i come across anything because yeah, yeah, <laughs> keeps the headspace free to create instead of trying to compete at least it really does <laughs> uh here goes another spin number 14 gotcha easy medium or hard let's go easy 14 easy is if you could get one answer from the universe what would you ask that's a that's a hard one That's a really hard one. Take your time. Take your time. There's no rush. There's going to be background music playing while okay. while you're thinking. So, Can you keep my family safe, universe? Gotcha. <laughs> Even though I need the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that, that's a good one to go to. I mean, that makes me think that if, out of your personal values, is family, would you say, is number one? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that I love most. Gotcha. What would you say yeah. is in your top three? So family's number one. What's the other two personal values for yourself? Um, I'd say respect and I'd say hard work. Hmm. I gotcha. Respect. Was that something you kind of like learned over time or was that something maybe a mentor or, or family member kind of taught you? Respect yeah. and hard work. Our parents um, instilled that in us from a very young age. You know, like I said before, my parents, they came to Australia from Lebanon. You know, mum was only 14 and dad was 16. So very, very young um, to basically leave family and to travel to Australia for a better life. So for for me personally, getting up every day is in honour of that, you know, to make a difference and to work hard like they taught us to. Would so uh, would you consider yourself uh, like a first generation or zero generation um, in Australia? Like, cause you've had p- uh, parents that immigrated. I know here in America, it's always like first generation or zero generation, um, but yeah. Yeah, I was born here. We basically were all born here. Um, and mom has all her family in Lebanon and dad has some family over there, but most of his family's here. Awesome, awesome. It's good. It's good to have family over. Uh, now, I'm curious because I know in America, it seems like the people that've been here longer, like the fifth generations and the fourth generations, they've kind of had like, um, you know, they've found footing. They know how the system works, so it's it's kind of easier for to get that leg up. Versus like, I guess my my folks were immigrants that came over, yeah. not really knowing the system. So, like, you know, it's going to take a, a couple generations, if not for me, maybe for my kids, just to finally get the footing and, you know, get that leg up. For you yeah. and your family being immigrants in Australia, similar kind of situation? Yeah, like, obviously, we, we taught them a lot of things that they needed to know. You know, they set themselves up with what they knew at the time and with their family that surrounded them. So definitely, you know, we're very blessed. But, you know, we know better than I suppose they did to an extent and same with our kids one day. You know, I see my sister's kids who will know far more than what we we do currently. It's a beautiful thing. For sure, for sure. Um, Earlier, in the very beginning of the interview, you mentioned spirituality and how that's big. Um, Yeah, do you consider yourself religious or spiritual uh, if there's a difference between both for you? Yeah, I, I do consider myself to be quite religious. Like you, I'm not, you know, some of the church politics I'm not I'm not overly happy with, um, so I don't like to get too caught up in that. But I still find myself with God, you know, with the angels guiding me and protecting me and my family. So, yeah, I definitely say I'm religious and spiritual. For sure. And for someone like myself, who questions whether or not I'm living a good life or good enough. 
to to be in the good grace after after death uh what what would you consider a good life a good life as in what i'm living now or the afterlife like a, what would be a, a person what kind of life would a person have to lead to, to make it to heaven <laughs> <laughs> to make it to heaven yeah. i'd probably say um honest i think honesty is a big one kindness you just got to be a good person and it, oh go ahead I was just gonna say, you know, do good deeds because you want to, not because of the the reward or the satisfaction or whatever else that comes with it. Just do it because you you want to. In 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 your life experience, would like would you say there's more people going to heaven like because they're <laughs> they're honest and kind, um, or yeah? <laughs> I mean, I want to say yes. Hmm. And we're not perfect. I'm I'm very much aware. I'm I'm not perfect. Um I'd hope that we can all get get there one day. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I think like that's why I wouldn't say I'm religious because I I have these ideas of of what my beliefs are and yeah, one of them a good life is interesting to define like I think the way I'm trying to achieve it for myself is like hey like I I have to try to make every encounter I have with someone a positive one or like you know making it so they feel a little bit better about their day or you know yeah for for whatever reason that's that's how I'm always I feel like I got to operate for me to to do good by by God and the universe it's like why and it goes back to why are we hating each other or why is there hate right like wouldn't people feel more comfortable and happier if we were just trying to you know boost each other up right so yeah, yeah. it's definitely in the small interactions you know like i said earlier that smile or greeting somebody by their name for me personally i feel like that makes such a difference particularly with with the students you know they they feel seen and they feel heard and that's what we all want as humans we just want that connection yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think that uh that does work uh, a lot so actually i'm going to ask you as as a teacher when i work yeah. with students um i have this thing that's happening in my life where i told you i had 15 jobs in 10 years yeah. now i got to go to my 16th <laughs> uh so i work with youth right now and i'm debating and my last day is next Friday with them. Nice. Um, I'm debating whether or not when I should tell them. Should I tell them as soon as like Ooh. in the first Monday, or should I wait till like my, right before my last day? So <laughs> let me know what you think. <laughs> I, I tell them on the Monday. Tell them on the Monday, even though they might like, like I'm I'm afraid they're gonna be pissed off at me, where like you know they just won't have a good time or. I can also see the other side where they feel like, well, this is the time we have and we should, you know, try to have a good time. But Well, um, that's what I'm thinking. You know, if you knew you had five days left with somebody, would you not approach those five days as though they were your last? You would, because they are. I would hope so. So hopefully they, <laughs> they maximize their time with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I'll, I'll, I will definitely take your your answer into account i think i'm still i'm still like unsure i'm gonna give it the weekend like i told you i have a four-day weekend um so i'll be thinking about it i'll be thinking about it where are you moving to after that job so right now i am in instructional aid for a classroom so i'm not the teacher but i'm there to kind of like help support any kids that might need some extra support uh and i am moving to a job where i will be an after-school program like coordinator or specialist um so i will be like creating clubs and events for for high schoolers to to make them excited about staying in school after school (laughs) Uh, but um yeah it's it's a job that i had ran away from four years ago because i was working at the same school and uh i was supposed to you know i was in line for it 
but I was afraid of taking the responsibility, so I left. And four years later, uh, now that I feel like I've lived a little more, I feel more prepared for it. I, the opportunity came up, I applied, and I, I, it, looks, it looks like I'm headed back. I, I don't want to jinx myself, but all those <laughs> signs point to yes. And um, But yeah, so I'm super stoked because uh, I think I can really provide like that extra oomph of like mm-hmm. what kids want to do outside of just school you know right. yeah. that sounds so good thank you that thank you bad. you know all, all in its right time it always happens for a reason i'm a big believer in that mm. I've, that's a good one that's a good unpopular opinion too like everything happens for a reason i i believe it i believe it but not every, everybody you know has their opinions on it um yeah. but what makes you believe everything happens for a reason my faith you know i don't always believe in the moment don't get me wrong like i said before i'm not perfect you know i question and really i'm taught not to question you're you're not supposed to question what's i suppose already written for you right but yeah my faith it just keeps me centered gotcha gotcha yeah faith is faith is a beautiful thing like it's this it's this feeling deep like deep gut feeling like and you know people say gut or heart or minds whatever but yeah it's this unshakable feeling like what what would you say you have faith about in in yourself like for example for for me (laughs) i have this i have this foolish like belief that i'm gonna make it you know, oh, uh, you know, you my, are, you well, are 100% <laughs> gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I try to be a rapper, I try to start my own clothing brand. Now I'm doing yep. a podcast, and I don't know if this doesn't work out, I'm sure I'm still gonna believe it's gonna be something else. But yeah, for, for yourself, any irrational beliefs for, you, for yourself? <laughs> you know, um, I think I'm gonna make it too, if I'm honest. I think I think you're a lot further than I am. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. It's just persistence and it's practice. Yeah, that, that's def- that's definitely what I've lacked for a good portion of, I would say, my twenties. I've, I've yeah. lacked persistence, consistency, and all that. And now that's that's all I'm focusing on. And mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. Like, and you know, for anyone out there lacking confidence, I think the consistency. And just, you know, continually doing it, it helps build that confidence. It makes you feel like, you know, you're, you're actually doing it. And I'm getting yeah. closer to, to saying that. <laughs> but, I literally write my goals up. Like, so behind me, behind the laptop, actually, I've got a wall. And my goals are written on the wall. Your goals? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, not on the wall wall, but on, like, a pin board that my sister and I, we both worked on. I think when it's visible and you can action them and you can highlight or tick or whatever it is, you know, that feeling that you get when you do that, it's just magical. I'm thinking about I should do that too. But <laughs> I, I'm afraid that I will be like disappointing myself. Like, because there are days when I don't like, you know, when when I don't, I don't have the, the energy to be consistent. And I, I look at that, I feel like I'll just, I mean, maybe it won't i'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot but yeah i I think i'm just afraid that like i'd look at it and be like extra disappointed like it's there in your face man and you still can't do it (laughs) Uh, you know what i think like we or when i say we people who have you know side hustles or passions or goals whatever it is but still work on a full-time basis i think we just have to be a lot kinder to ourselves you know, we can do anything that we set our minds to, right? But we can't do everything. We can't do everything in a day or everything in the time period that we've set ourselves on. You know, you. if we're not consistent one day, we just get up the next and try again. Thank, thank you for for the reminders. I, <laughs> I, uh, I often forget, and I think I'm not the only one who does. So it's always good to hear from another creative, a fellow creative, that it's okay. Uh, and not always always be creating, <laughs> right? Even though we want to be. Uh, that's a heads up. 
we, we've made it to to the final part like the closeout portion of the podcast okay. uh so okay. we have about 10 minutes left i want to thank you again for stopping by uh i hope you, you had fun even though we've we've hit some road bumps i, I think it's still been a good conversation <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, before we get to the questions, I want to start off with the 34th mantra. It's an exercise I like to do with uh, my guests. Are you familiar yeah. with mantras? Yeah, I am. Sorry, you keep cutting out. So if I'm making funny faces, I'm just trying to piece what you're saying together. <laughs> oh, no, I'm cutting out. <sighs> just a little bit, just a bit. I, I'm so I'm hoping that like it, it's it isn't happening in the recording and maybe it's just because like either my internet's messing up or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh well, I'm glad. I'm glad because uh, I, I was thinking like it was like a look of like what the hell is this guy yeah. saying? <laughs> and I'm all like, oh man, it's it's going terrible. I, sometimes I get the beginning of the word and then maybe the end of the word so i'm trying to you know oh. piece it together <laughs> just let just let me know just let me know i don't I want will. you guessing <laughs> i will i will all right well the mantra the so it's gonna be three phrases i am yeah. i can i will so i am blank i can blank i will blank how would you fill that in for yourself i am powerful I can do this and I will fly like that really <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you ever need a reminder now you have this the sound bite of yourself reminding you uh, you know That's alarm clock or <laughs> whatever like you like, really like that. sure and uh, we made it to the final stretch uh, this next question is from my previous guest. Shout out to okay. Perry. Uh, Perry's question for you is, what's something that you've always wanted to do? Why haven't you done it? Um, have my own solo exhibition. I will do it. And the reason why I didn't do it was because of Dan COVID. <laughs> mm. So I had a plan, but um, I kind of derailed that plan just to, because I couldn't do it. You know, and for my first solo exhibition, I want it to be a party. So, you know, I wasn't going to risk that. How how long are you willing to wait? Because you know, it's I don't. Yeah, for for you, how long Sorry. are you how long are you willing to wait? <laughs> Sometime in the next year, it will be done. You'll okay. know, it's going to be done because I don't want to wait no further. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thanks uh, so much. Very good. Great question. Uh, and then my next question is, what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions? Um, if they had the ability to choose any magical powers, what would it be? Let me power, write. not power. <laughs> it said, uh, you said power, right? Power. Just one one power make it tricky for them <laughs> what, what would be yours what the, if uh, i was well go ahead i had i had a guess but i didn't i didn't want to say it um i think i'd choose to fly <laughs> that's what i was had that, that, was, that was gonna be my guess that was gonna be my guess uh, <laughs> flying is hard to beat flying is hard to beat I'm thinking just one for myself. I think I'd have to do teleportation. Yeah, and that like, would be cool. Uh, that's kind of like flying, but I, I guess I'd save a lot of time by, by just teleporting. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that would be so freeing. I hear you. I hear you. I, I can't imagine. Like, when you see, whenever you see birds, like, just in the air, it's like, oh, what does that feel like? <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and my last question for you Frida the question that ties everything together is 100 years from now 200 years from now great 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 grandchildren are watching this video what would you like to tell them don't stop creating don't stop believing you are powerful you can do this gotcha any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? 
I just wanted to say thank you, honestly. The, the whole motive and the message behind why we even did this today really struck a chord with me. So thanks so much for bringing this together and allowing me to share my voice with you. Absolutely. I want to thank you too for stopping by. Um, it's been a great conversation. Thank you for sharing your stories, your perspectives. Um, I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's always nice to hear when I feel like my guests, you know, get some value out of, out of this um, and they can see the purpose and what it is at its core. So thank you for that. Thank you for the juice. Um, I want to thank all the folks out there who either tuned in on Apple podcast or spotify or youtube i appreciate you all too sorry for the technical difficulties we don't know yet we don't know yet but if you're hearing it in and out we'll, we'll definitely make it if we should check in maybe a year or so from now i'll reach out to you yeah. again um and we'll we'll see if you've had your your exhibition i'll love yeah, you I'm, <laughs> and i'm gonna see how you've made it <laughs> you know you will know once I'm able to send you that little doll to, to, to do a, a custom for me. But uh, also let me know your commission. I need to respect the commission prices. Uh, but yeah, remember to reach out, reach forward. I'm sorry, reach that up. No, I said all good. I will. Thank you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. We'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace. Thank you. All right. It, it fades out from there. Um, Thanks so much. Thank you. Like.